this episode of the bonus round we delve into our top five favorite superhero video games followed by a random game review on marvel ultimate alliance stay tuned the show starts right now i'm ashley chancellor i'm dakota chancellor this is collateral gaming Welcome to Collateral Gaming Bonus Round. I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. And we are podcasting straight from San Antonio, Texas. And yes, my friends, we are a 420-friendly podcast. So whatever you have, be it dabs, blunts, bongs, the like. Just smoke it. Smoke it. Especially since it's 420 month, right, Dakota? It sure is. It is uh, April of 2020. And so, you know, all month long, it's 420. Yeah. It's it's the only month long 420 you know of our lives right yep 420 all day the all true day, 420 and you know well, how else better are we celebrating it than you know quarantined right exactly I mean what else are we gonna do <laughs> I mean it's honestly it's what's working out for the better I think I'm kind of enjoying the ability to kind of work on the podcast more right now yeah. It's pretty nice. It gives us time to do whatever we need to. A lot of, a lot of gaming time. So, you know, th- there's always that silver lining um, in all the, the panic and the turmoil. But anyway, um, we were kind of doing this uh, bonus round episode, um, kind of like our last episode, just me and Dakota um, talking about things like uh, top five and ten lists and, you know, random game reviews, maybe indie game reviews. So... Um, maybe, you know, focusing on certain genres. I mean, really it could be whatever we want it to be. Right. But I guess we're kind of running analog to the collateral cinema director's cut and kind of using that format. So in any case, um, yeah, this is just kind of just more off the cuff. I'm really not going to even probably edit this to be honest. Like everything that's in is in, (laughs) um, and it's, we're just chilling with it. So um, today we wanted to talk about our uh, top five superhero games, and um, I guess I guess we'll go right into it. I mean, I mean, uh, one thing I've been doing is I've actually been kind of rewatching the MCU, so that's kind of made you know renewed my interest in the right. superhero genre right now. And of course, due to this podcast, we're now playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, and so th- there's a lot of this, a lot of Marvel we're seeing right now. Yeah. You were, um, I don't know. It's kind of been uh, kind of a niche that we're in in the moment. So it's nice. Um, and we, um, you know, sat down and when Dakota and I decided to come up with our, you know, our top five list for top five superhero games. And we came to the realization that there's really not a lot of games that, you know, that you've played that I haven't. Right, and, and vice and versa. You and I have played the same amount of games, and in in that game, you know, library, uh, that game collective, it, there's not that many superhero games. You know what I mean? Yeah, and within our collective consciousness. With, right, exactly. Um, so that being said, we're we're gonna kind of do uh just a single top five list. Normally, we would offer our own 
fives, but we're pretty much going to have the same answers on this just in maybe a slightly different order. But um, we're going to go ahead and start off with uh, number five. And what is that, Dakota? Oh, uh, Second Son. Yeah, Infamous Second Son. That's that, that's a really good one. We uh, we started that. That would be our second episode we did on the podcast. Right? Yeah, we did. And that one, oh, that was a lot of fun. I could, we we had a lot of fun with that one. I uh, I haven't played any of the other Infamous games, so I can't really like, like you know, contrast anything, compare anything. But I, I, I absolutely loved it. And of course, superhero game. Yeah, it, it, it is its own superhero game. And it only isn't higher on the list, I think, because you want, you're, we're comparing it to, I guess, more genuine, like traditional right. superhero games. But it, it very much feels like a superhero game. It's, it's definitely, I think, in that category. Especially because you, you have this choice between hero or, you know, a villain. And, and you choose their superhero path. You know, and that's that's the one that you're you're designed to choose. You know? Yeah, they never explicitly said superhero, but Infamous always felt like superhero to me. Right. Um, and Second Son was no exception. We put Second Son on the list because that's really the only Infamous game that we've played. But um, Infamous Second Son was exclusively on the PlayStation Four. I think kind of fully taking advantage of the hardware there, in, in a lot of aspects. Um, we really had a lot more to say about this in our episode. I right. guess we're not going to go into too much, but um, yeah, that that's kind of, uh, it, it would be higher on the list, but we had to consider, you know, what you think of when you think superhero game. Right. And, and a lot of that, you know, comes down to like, you know, what we've been alluding to the Marvel universe, you know, the DC universe as well, but um, we'll get to that later on the list. But Spider-Man two um, was what we put for the number four. Um, this being the, the game that, uh, on the Nintendo GameCube, the PlayStation 2, and the Xbox. Not any of the PC versions or the console, ver- uh, the uh, portable versions. Now, this would have been my, my first real Spider-Man game. I think I've played a little bit of the original Spider-Man, but Spider-Man 2 was was the defining one because that's the one where you can you can fly, well, I say fly, but swing around New York. It, and it, it feels so, it's the first open game, you know. That, yeah, exactly. And for a long time, I think it was the definitive Spider-Man game, or at least, you know, the... Um, the one that started the trend and right. you know like you said it does incorporate a open world gameplay um, being able to freely swing new york um, when you compare it technically with something like infamous second son of course you know with with more that we can do in these types of games we're going to have better games but when you consider what it did for the superhero genre overall yeah that definitely puts it high on the list you know and and, and despite the technical limitations spider-man 2 you know, remains, you know, one of the definitive superhero games to this day. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which, of course, you know, you've got your games that that, that have come out later on, which, of course, we'll, we'll get to. We'll get to. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Spider-Man 2 is really uh, the, the predecessor to a lot of, um, I think, I think a lot of superhero games. You definitely see it in, well, we can't say it here because there, there's a couple... Uh, of games on this list that are, you know, derivative of Spider-Man 2. So we'll get to those in a minute. Um, but yeah, it, it really was, you know, just kind of a, a genre founding Absolutely. title. Uh, and I have a lot of fond memories. I'd really love to go back and play Spider-Man 2. I hope maybe some point we might do that on the podcast or something. Oh, that'd be nice. Kind of compare and contrast it with that other Spider-Man game that we did an episode on, <laughs> which we're <laughs> yeah. not going to go into much more detail. Um, anyway... Uh, I, I guess, you know, we'll go ahead and go into number number three, which is 
would be Ultimate Alliance, which is actually what we're going to be talking about in a little bit, uh, if we get this list ever. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, uh, Ultimate Alliance, a lot of fun game. This was a founding game for my childhood, and this is what really brought me into the Marvel Universe, because I learned so much about, about you know, comic book, comic book characters and uh, villains and just, just everything about the, you know, Marvel Universe. And so then coming into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and learning what I know from that, and now going back into Marvel... Ultimate Alliance again is just it's, it's wild. There, there's so many things that I missed and I needed to know, and it's really good. Definitely should play it. It's there's a reason it's on this list, you know. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, it honestly would be higher were it not for technical limitations. I think right. at the time because there's just so many places more recent superhero games are going now because of what we can do in this type of you know, Hollywood action type, but Ultimate Alliance at the time, and obviously there's sequels, there's been Ultimate Alliance 2, and recently Ultimate Alliance 3. Yeah, Ultimate Alliance 3, which was, each game is made by a different developer, actually. Is it really? Yeah, I think Sony took part in the last one. Yeah. But, yeah, the other two were completely made. The first one was like Raven Studios or whatever. Yeah, Raven Ravensoft, right? Ra yeah, Raven Software, yeah. something like that. Yeah, Marvel Ultimate Alliance um, is really the only game in the series we've actually played, although I'd love to do three and like do an episode on it. I would as well. Um, I've seen a little bit of gameplay. It looks pretty nice, but I don't know. Something about the, the nostalgia and this the, the groundbreaking, you know, the cooperative gameplay, just the everything of Mar Marvel Ultimate Alliance was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I want to throw it out there that if there's anything, that, any game that's not on this list, it's not that necessarily we don't consider it better than any of these. It's that we just haven't probably haven't played it. Right. Honestly, <laughs> this is in our experience. So, um, but yeah, uh, Marvel ultimate Alliance, you know, going back for us, um, was really, an, it, I feel like it was an integral part of us, our childhood playing video games. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, uh, it's something that we were able to work on together. It introduced us to the Marvel universe and some things we would later see in the MCU. You know, we had already had, uh, you know, uh, fair introduction to an ultimate yeah. alliance which is just a o overly complicated marvel game yeah exactly it's got all of the lore it's and everything all, everything it needs yeah and and the ability to have you know almost any of the marvel superheroes you can think of although now you know there's a lot of i think there's a lot of heroes we see that could have been included in this game right but you know but in any case there's there's a lot there's a lot i mean Big roster. anywhere from norse mythology to just you're, you're, you know, Spider-Man from Queens, you know, it's just like, like all, all the different stories and they, they throw it all together. You go out into space, you go into Dr. Strange's realm. I will get into it. I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marvel ultimate Alliance is, is actually the, the game that we'll be talking about later. Um, just incidentally, it's on our list for top five superhero games, but it's, it's the game we kind of wanted to do a random game review on. And right. actually that's kind of how I tied it together. But we'll get into more of that later. Um, but yeah, this is Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 versions. All other versions I really don't have any experience with. Right. Um, but I, I believe that there were actually like different characters that appeared on different systems. Yeah. Well, I know Ultimate Alliance 3 is only on Switch. Yeah. Ultimate Alliance 3 is, is exclusive for Switch, which is actually kind of surprising. But um, I'd really like to see um, where that's taken on the Switch hardware. It's supposedly one of the most sold games on the Switch. I believe, supposedly. Yeah, I believe so. Um, there's so many Switch games I want us to get into. I have a Switch Lite now, but the problem is, is we can't record gameplay with it, and it's hard for us to play multiplayer with it. So I, I really want to get into and just start doing some Switch titles, but we'll probably have to wait till next season because we're probably just going to need to go ahead and, and just 
buy another switch. Yeah. At that point. But, um, but yeah, we, we would love to play the hell out of ultimate Alliance three. Um, and probably we'll do an episode on it. Um, so number two on our list, um, is, well, I felt like we've alluded to it, but the, the Batman Arkham series. Yeah. That would be our, our DC contribution to this list. Our DC contribution. And honestly, Batman Arkham Asylum, you know, set the precedent for um, for superhero games coming forward, including number one on our list. We'll talk about it in a second. But um, in, in this list, I mean, I ended up having to just kind of say the Batman Arkham series overall, because if I were to include each game's game, then there'd be three slots taken up by... Yeah, by all the Batman games, because yeah. there's, there's, there's all three of them in that series, and I've yet to actually get into any of the three of them. I've actually... Four. Oh, really? There are, that's four. right, duh, they're the fourth one, the city there's, or whatever. There's, okay, so just to clarify here, this includes Batman Arkham Asylum, yeah. Batman Arkham City, Batman Arkham Origins, and Batman Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight. Now, I haven't played all of, all of them. I've played all the way through Asylum and City... Right. Asylum, I beat like 100%. City, I beat the story. Um, I've gotten quite a ways through uh, Night, but I haven't beat it yet. Um, and I, I've played some of Origins. But overall, there's a tone that this series sets. Um, and obviously, this is on various platforms, but it, essentially, it has been the same game on all platforms. So it's yeah. not like older games uh, on our, that are on our list. Um, but it really is kind of the definitive experience Um in a video game that makes you honestly feel like Batman. Yeah. Um, and it, and it really does. You feel, um, that side to the character that is maybe not even explored in all media, like being the world's greatest detective and, you know, just the, the ability to stealth, uh, kill enemies, you know, the, the whole stealth portions of it using the various gadgets. Yeah. Um, honestly, Arkham Asylum blew my mind when I played it because I just I just love the atmosphere of it, and, and, and it's weird to me because Arkham City and Arkham Arkham uh, Asylum are kind of on the same tier for me for different reasons, but Arkham Asylum just has this feel uh, that's really not replicated in City. But City, you know, just objectively is a better game because it's just got it takes what Arkham Asylum does well and expands it and makes it better. Um, Origins was kind of more of a spinoff, I guess. So. It was this. Um, I think it's it's kind of ignored a lot, but um, I, I've heard that there's a lot of redeeming aspects to it. And I'll, Arkham Knight actually has gotten quite a bit of criticism, um, even though it's the most technically advanced Batman. A lot of people felt like the the route that they went with the story and maybe overusing the Batmobile segments kind of hurt the game overall. But I've enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I mean, I would say it probably for me so far exceeds um, what Arkham City did, just on a technical level. So, um, But yeah, the Batman Arkham series is great. Um, Dakota, I know you don't have too much experience with this series. No, I haven't. Just, just from watching you play it, honestly. Yeah, but we will end up doing an Arkham game at some point. Like, pretty much all of these games, there's we if we haven't already done on our podcast, we are doing or will do something within that series or franchise. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. But yeah, we'll definitely do maybe Arkham City because I think it's it's kind of held in, in you know the fans' minds as the best game. It's kind of their Ocarina of Time, right? 
Well, uh, like, and like you mentioned, this game uh, brought in aspects which lead into our number one slot, which would be Spider-Man PS4, which we have alluded to so much. Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this isn't just the definitive Spider-Man game. It's the definitive superhero game. And if there's anything I will defend over anything else that you may even have to offer to me, it's that this is the perfect yeah, superhero game so far. Great. Hopefully the sequel's even better. Yeah, I, I hope so. That's right. They've already they left you hanging on a on a sequel. Yeah. I mean, they're they're ready for one. The sequel <laughs> threads are there. It's likely going to be on the PS5. I'm really excited to see that. But Marvel Spider Man is a game that we did talk about. It was our season finale last season. Um, we had a hell of a time with it. We're going to do a let's play on that episode as well. Um, just because I was I was thoroughly impressed. It took everything that Spider Man Two did. You know, and, you know, as far as open world gameplay, free swinging around Manhattan, um, it, it took that and then it added other things. It added Batman Arkham, you know, and it, it added a lot of those aspects to the formula. And that's weird thing saying that you could add elements of a Batman game to a Spider-Man game, but they, you know, surprisingly translate really well. You've still got the stealth mechanics. You've still got the gadgets. It's it's roughly the same, just Batman. I mean, well, it is. I mean, they're the same characters, right? I mean, they're they're taking down enemies and they're not killing them. I mean, it, it's the the same. It really is the same aspects. I mean, yeah, that's too. That's an interesting, you know, uh, detail that they have in common. But I would say that I would say that Spider Man. Um, I don't know. I feel like Spider Man and Batman have a lot more alike than you didn't than you'd really think. I mean, Spider-Man and Batman really do have a similar mindset. It's just Batman grew up in this rich uh, neighbor, you know, rich, rich, rich childhood with his parents dead. And Spider-Man was the opposite. He grew up in a poor, like everything's fucked up yeah. neighborhood, you know. But yeah, I don't know. I just I see it. They relate, you know. They, they do relate. Um, and, and beyond that, um, I, I what I like that Spider-Man does is that it, it incorporates some of the the precedents that you know, like we said, Spider Man Two brought to the table, um, which incidentally, you know, were explored in Batman Arkham, I think, as well. Right. But um, yeah, Spider Man is is was honestly a masterpiece. I we thought it, you know, it, it was deserving of Game of the Year, um, but now that we've played God of War, which actually won the award, I mean, that's a tough uh, one. That is a tough one. You're right. And Red Dead Two, which you know was another big, big contender that year, is a game that we got to experience. Yep. And, but yeah, Spider Man still is something that like I have a hell of a time playing. It's got infinite replay value for me. Um, if you want to hear more about that, just listen to our Spider Man episode. Um, where we, we talk about that. But um, yeah, that kind of concludes the top five list segment. Yeah, I know um, we've got some some favorites, some like other, uh, some mentions, honorable mentions, right? Honorable mentions, yeah, honorable mentions. Um, you know, I was thinking of one, uh, Iron Man. I know we played that one. Remember that game? <laughs> it's not a good game. Though. <laughs> I, I know, it wasn't that great of a I, game. But I it was, played it the other day, though. Did you really? Because I was kind of in the mindset. I was like, I need to start playing some superhero games. There you go. So I, I played that one, you know, just to have it. And it's honestly a terrible game. <laughs> it is. But, but it's, fun. Know, it's fun. It's fun. It's an aspect. Just the flying around being Iron Man, it's, it's hilarious. But hey, that is a superhero game, and I just thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, no, and, and it actually kind of, you know, did make you feel like Iron Man. So I guess it succeeded in a lot of aspects, but it it's it definitely has some flaws. Oh, yeah. um, I think I think it's just pretty jarring that it doesn't um incorporate the talent of the Iron Man movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, hey, honorable mention for just being significant. There you go. Um 
Also, um, Spider-Man, the original uh, one, uh, the game that came out in 2000, um, this is not based on the movie, but um, this would be the version on PlayStation, Nintendo 64, Dreamcast, and Windows. Um, this was a game that I actually played growing up. Uh, not as open world like Spider-Man 2 is, unrelated. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 being based off the movie, this being just its own game. Um, but... It had this. It did have a linear structure, but it really kind of did nail the aspect of Spider-Man in a lot of ways and utilizing all of his uh, abilities. Um, I remember just playing a lot of that growing up and entering the cheat codes and being sc- scared of Uatu the Watcher for some reason. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but th- that's kind of something that's in the back of my mind. Also, Lego Marvel Superheroes and Lego Batman, the video game. Of course, you can't forget any of the Lego games, all the superhero Lego games. I mean, those are fantastic. And they're not to be excluded from this list. It's just that when, when you look at it and you you, you want it, you, you need to put a real superhero game in here. Yeah. And I feel like the Lego games are, are better as an honorable mention, really. They're better as an honorable mention. For us, it just doesn't quite make the cut for top five. But... Um, uh, but Definitely, like, definitely very interesting. They they contend with, you know, the they have really, mainstream superhero the, the, the games. The storytelling that Lego, you know, games give are very interesting because generally it's, there's no talking, especially in those ones. There's no talking. And so they're able to relay a story to you that, that just like the movies do practically, you know, and but you're a part of it. You're just these Lego characters and it's just kind of childish. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're definitely definitely a lot of fun. Uh, They're silly. Um, We've got some more Lego games coming up. We do. We are going to do Lego Lego Star Wars at some point. We're going to do the complete saga, but I think we'll end up doing Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, um, just because that's going to be that updated take. And I'm actually kind of excited about it. We did our Lego Harry Potter game review um, or analysis or podcast episode. Yeah. and we had a lot of fun playing that, but you know there was there was a poll that we did. Remember? Yeah, there was. And, the, and you know, Lego Harry Potter was chosen, but Lego, uh, we're saving Lego Star Wars for right. later. That's the plan. Yeah, but um, yeah, I guess that kind of concludes that part of the podcast. Um, we're gonna take a short break, and then we're gonna uh, go ahead and get into Marvel Ultimate Alliance. <laughs> What the hell is going on here? Where's our air support? Get those forward guns going. Why aren't those rear batteries firing? Somebody get General Wilson on the horn! Colonel Fury. Doom. I'll have your head for this. I have little time for your petty threats, Colonel. Surrender your ship now, or I shall destroy it. Not on my watch. This is a priority alert to all metahumans. UNN Alpha requested immediate assistance. Thor, take care of those gunships. Spider-Man, draw them towards the stern. Sure thing. I just love being a target. Wolverine, you go it, Boy Scout. I don't take orders from you. Odin. Show off. 
Excuse me, is this the ferry to Staten Island? some help. <laughs> that dude scares me. back we got white claws we uh took a piss break and collected our thoughts we we're have thoughts <laughs> uh we're, we're here to talk about marvel ultimate alliance now um that's our random game review this episode uh and honestly it's kind of what spawned the whole top five list was i just wanted to kind of keep a theme going and ultimate alliance incidentally just happens to be on that list yeah you're right uh, this game, we spent a lot of time, <clears throat> we, like I said, it's another childhood game, of course, um, but we, we spent a lot of time with it recently, just in preparation of this podcast, and, and I just didn't want to stop because I wanted to keep going through it, and little do we know, we were still only through ending act one yeah. out of all five acts, and I totally forgot how long it was, but I know I beat this game plenty of times, but it's just weird how much I remember of this, and it's been so long since I played. I know, dude. You played the hell out of this game back in the day. And this is something that was big to both of us, you know, something oh, yeah. we grew up with, like Fable, um, to a lesser degree, like Infamous, you know, kind of when we we're older there. But um, yeah, this definitely happened actually prior to our experience with the MCU. Mm -hmm. So it's what shaped our understanding of the Marvel Universe in a lot of ways. Um, and, and it really does, like, like we said before, really get into um, the deep aspects, the lore, the mythos. Um, it, it exists in its own continuity, but it actually combines aspects of both the ultimate and 616 mainstream continuities. Right. Yeah. Especially with like, uh, your custom customization, you know, your, your costumes and whatnot they, they, they bring in all your different outfits from like your, yeah. your ultimate, your, your, uh, your, your new comics, your old shit. It's pretty cool. Yeah. There's a lot of different characters. You can make your own dream team up essentially. And, um, you know, what? Once you progress through the story, you get you know access to more characters. Of course, somehow we have everything unlocked, even though I started a new story. Yeah, I, I think it has to do with us. I don't know the fact that we've played it a lot already. I don't know. Yeah, and that would be old old data for us. But um, yeah, it's still uh, still kicking. But yeah, we had a lot of fun. You know, replaying this lately, we would you know just sit and like. Like last night we played for hours. Just hours, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, kind of want to play a little bit more. I do too. I kind of <laughs> want to just get through it. I feel like we could just breeze through it if we did it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a lot of it's a lot of time though. Yeah, we can do it. We're we're done with Act One. We can go to Act Two now. Yeah, we've got. Um, we're definitely gonna want to. I think I'm definitely gonna want to invest a lot of time into Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three. You're um, right. That's gotta be a, a season episode next season. Like. I'm I'm really really considering it, especially because I have the switch now, you know. Mm -hmm. 
So, uh, but hopefully we can actually get something um, that's going to be easier for us to play multiplayer with. Right. But um, yeah, Ultimate Alliance, the original, um, like we said before, set a lot of precedents, I think, for a lot, a lot of the items on this list. And I know we said that a lot, but set a lot of precedents for superhero games moving forward. And, you know, just the idea of having multiple characters to play as. Of course, you also have your franchises like Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, yeah. There's um, a lot of those. There's a. Oh, what else? Um, th- there's there's a lot of Marvel games I've seen. Like I've seen like apps. Uh, there's there's a Marvel. Uh, what is that one? Have you seen that Marvel game? There's the a contest of champions, Strike yeah. Force, there and you go. Future Fight. I think. Future Fight. I, I, I played a little Strike bit Force. of each of them. Um, I didn't really get into it. I, I'm not really big in the mobile gaming right. department, but um, definitely impressive games. Uh, Ultimate Ultimate Alliance is definitely an impressive game for its time. Um, and still is. It's still, you know, a, a fun game. It has an extensive right. cast. Absolutely. You can play as so many people. And there, there's they go from you know, all your villains. They bring so many villains and yeah. I mean, so many just mini minor characters that you wouldn't think would be in this game or in this game. <laughs> if they're not playable, like they're in the game. They're you know? in there, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a lot of fun. And it's really, there's a lot of attention to detail and how much um, just effort they put into it. Like it exists. It, it's actually its own continuity in the Marvel universe, like, or its own universe, you know, it has its own like designation, whatever that is. Right. But so does, so does every Marvel superhero game. Um, but yeah, ultimate Alliance really, um, just, just set the bar high for, you know, um, games that were, uh, based on proper existing properties, you know, um, actually being good. (laughs) Right. And, you know, it, it's still fondly remembered to this day. I remember when, when you know, Marvel announced Ultimate Alliance 3, people were ecstatic because oh, the yeah. first two games are really it, yeah. just a memorable experience. So uh, we definitely recommend it. Um, I had, you know, the best time playing it again recently. Um, what would you what, just, you know, just every all things considered, what would you rate Marvel Ultimate Alliance? All things considered, I mean, shit, we, we spent so much time. I, I, I personally spent so much time playing this game uh, before this, but, I mean, uh, give it a number. I guess i give it a good four. I don't know. But this is a great game, at least a four, maybe 4.5. Yeah. No, this I was, definitely this agree. This was definitely something that I really enjoyed because this, this was where I got all my Marvel lore from, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and definitely we've got um actually I wanted to mention it we've got Marvel's Avengers coming out soon. Oh yeah, you're right. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um well, hopefully. I I'd really like to do that. Maybe maybe that deserves an episode. I don't know. I'm kind of really excited about it. Yeah, it may come out soon depending on this fucking virus. <laughs> um but yeah, no, as far as me, um I'd go ahead and give it a 4. Yeah. Right. Um 3.5 or 4, but I I kind of leaning more towards 4 because um, I just, I think I, I need to explore the game a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I feel do. like I, I didn't, I played through several of the levels with you, but not all of them. I just kind of had us sprinkled throughout. And then, you know, just now we've been playing up until, you know, like act two. And, um, I just realized just how much more this game has to offer. And I, I'd yep. really like, you know, um, to investigate that more. So, yeah, but, but all things considered just based on, um, 
how much potential there is and how much I know is, is actually going to be there when I get around to finding it. Definitely a four out of five. So, and that's, that's a lot coming from, you know, an old, you know, game from previous generation, previous, previous generation, if you think about it now. So, (laughs) um, yeah, we had a lot of fun with that one and, and playing it again recently brought a lot of uh, nostalgia and childhood memories back. Um, so we definitely recommend it. Um, go play Marvel Ultimate Alliance or any of the sequels, Ultimate Alliance 2 or 3. So, yeah. Um, really, that's it. You can find Collateral Gaming on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, social media. Um, we are on all podcast platforms, or most of them anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Anywhere you get your podcast, we're, we're bound to be there. Um, just search us up. Yeah. Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Chill Lover Radio. Um, we are going to be doing our uh, God of War episode, which has actually already been recorded at the time that you know we're recording this. Um, we'll be releasing that the following week. So uh, really looking forward to that. Um, it, it'll be just a few days after this one's released. So God of War, we recorded that with Megan and Alan, who are, are jumping on as, as uh, full-time co-hosts. So. Yes, full-time co-hosts. They probably will not be joining us in any of these bonus round episodes. No. Looks like this is going to be kind of a you and me thing. Uh, but when it comes to our full round, full you know full on episodes, our numbered episodes, they will be joining us on as full on cast members. So yeah, that is going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, when we're super excited about that, and they're going to also kind of take control of the uh, streaming aspect. So we're actually really excited to have them on. Yep. Megan and Alan, you guys are listening. You know, um, we're excited to continue working with y'all. Yeah, and, we, um, we need y'all's help with the news too. That's been, that's <laughs> helpful. Yeah, with the collateral gaming news segments. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and also reveal, after God of War, our upcoming episode, our 420 special, Mario Kart 8. Yes. No, that's going to be fun to talk about. I, I feel like we're gonna, not going to have that much to talk about about the game itself, but more of the franchise as a whole. Yeah, we're going to kind of be comparing and contrasting, you know, uh, with episodes of the franchise as a whole. But I, but the, it is something to talk about, and there is a lot to unpack. And I, I flubbed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is going to be interesting. It really will. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's actually... You know, you know, it kind of reminds me of if, if anybody listens to the Collateral Cinema movie podcast, um, you know, Dakota and I are, are on there as well. And we had some episodes like Leprechaun where we just kind of talk about the Leprechaun franchise as a whole or um, a couple other ones. But yeah, so we're going to kind of have some episodes like that with Mario Kart. So but we'll get into that later. Um, we honestly felt like that was just an appropriate, you know, stoner themed game. Um, yeah. I believe we're going to be trying to do stoner theme the rest of this month. I know this episode's in April and God of War is, but everything coming forward is going to be 420 themed yep. for the rest of the month. So uh, probably another bonus round is coming out this month, um, maybe. And and that should be 420 themed. I'll probably go talk about stoner games or something. Best oh games God. to play while stoned. or I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, but yeah, look forward to that. Um, and then the rest of the season, we're, we're coming to... We're coming near the end of it. We've got a few episodes left. We've got a bad game review coming up. We do. We've got, um, spoiler drop, we've got Assassin's Creed coming up. We do. Um, we, we And we're excited to actually start... Um, start a trend with that. 
Well, yeah, not only that, but we're excited to start planning next season. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're already, I'm already thinking about, you know, what kind of games I want to bring to the table and want to talk about it. I've, you know, like I said before on the podcast, I have everything planned as far as like six seasons of content, like right. forward, but it's all just suggestions. It's all just like, okay, if, if this, then this kind of thing. So, um, that doesn't I have mean an endless don't, list. Right. That doesn't mean don't send us suggestions. We, we still need those. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, with Megan and Alan coming on board, they're going to get to pick some episodes out as well. So that's going to be fun. Yep. And that's um, two more social media accounts and all of whatever their social medias are, which I'm sure we'll hear in the next few podcasts. But, <laughs> you know, it's more to just contact and talk to, you know, there's more than just Ashton, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, uh, as far as Dakota and I go, uh, we you can reach out, you know, to both of us on social media for sure. Um, we've got no problem with that. Um, um, we're on Facebook and Instagram and Everything. Twitter. <laughs> so, um, fuck Twitter. <laughs> I I actually am am pretty. Uh, I, I use my profile about as much as I use my the, the collateral gaming profile. So it's go. it's updated and I update it with I update my shit with, you know, collateral cinema and collateral gaming news as well. So and my personal life. So <laughs> um but yeah, I guess we're running out of things to bullshit about. Um this was a really fun superhero themed episode. I'm not sure really sure where that came from. It's just it's it's I was feeling it. And you're feeling it, and here we are. <laughs> but uh anyway, um Stay tuned for our upcoming episodes. That being said, I'm Ashley Chancellor. I'm Dakota Chancellor. We are Collateral Gaming. We are out. Collateral Gaming is an L Company production. All music and game clips are owned by their respective creators and are used for educational purposes only. Please don't sue us. We're poor.